Hey there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy there. Not sure if you're chiming in, watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really do appreciate you watching or viewing it, no matter how you're streaming it, and really do hope you find some value in these episodes here. Today we're going to take a look at the additional 30 demon that didn't quite make it into our top 50 list. Minus one exception, I'll get to that right away here. But hopefully they provide some fantasy value, especially in deeper leagues. Or if you're looking for a, wouldn't call it a sleeper pick, but some demon that might be somewhat of a sleeper and provide some real value for you. But before we get into the top 30, I do want to mention uh, one of our listeners there, or watchers, it was via YouTube. He did comment that I did miss one in the top 50 that definitely should have been there, and that was Josh Morrissey. I did have him on one of my lists, some kind of old school, where I write things down and then I transpose it onto a different sheet and kind of work my list up and down, up and down, and while I was switching it between sheets, I did miss Josh Morrissey. He definitely should have been included in the top 50, so I'd like to thank that watcher for pointing that out. I will go over his stats here quick. He's 27 years old. He got into 79 games last year, had 12 goals, so he's double-digit goals, 25 assists, 37 points, had 15, 37 points, yeah, 15 power play points, had 104 blocks, 150 hits. Realistically, he's good in all cats, and he's a nice all-around safe pick for you. A little bit deeper rounds of your draft, and I definitely should have included him in the top 50 there, and I do apologize for that. That was a faux pas. Another word that starts with F effed up there so did want to clear the air there and now we'll get into the next 30 that didn't quite make it into the top 51 since i should have had morrissey in there um top next first one is jamie drysdale i kind of went alphabetical order by teams wrote some names that didn't make it in so there's no real order here other than alphabetical order by teams but Jamie Drysdale's the first one he's 20 years old last year got into 81 games he had 32 points 12 power play points 72 blocks so he had a really nice first full season in the NHL there in Anaheim the plus minus will hurt but he is a young D-man he was just under 20 minutes a night produced decent at over 30 points had some power play production Power play production might go down a bit with Klingberg there, but overall his stats should improve as his ice time improves. He gains more trust, gets more experience, etc. So I do see some value in him. Another one from Anaheim is Cam Fowler. The veteran there, he's 30 years old, had a really nice season last year. 76 games played, put up 42 points. He had 18 power play points. Should mention he had 116 blocks. Again, like Drysdale, the plus minus is going to hurt you probably in Anaheim there. Uh, but he does he does have a little bit more experience, a little bit more production on the longer runway than Drysdale. Do I see him outproducing Drysdale this year? I think it's really a coin flip, to be honest. He's a safer pick than Drysdale. He just has less upside than Drysdale because Fowler, you know where you're going to get. And Drysdale has a higher ceiling there. Uh, going over to Arizona, look at Shane Gostisberry. He's 29 years old. Last year, 82 games played. He put up 51 points, 19 power play points, 115 blocks. He had a really, really good season there. His plus minus is going to hurt you in Arizona. His 
It really was his best season in four years. It's The reason he didn't make it in the top 50 is, is he going to keep that up being a 50-point D-man? He hasn't done it in, well, in four years there. I just don't know how much he's going to rescind. I think it's going to go down a bit because Chikrin should be healthy the full season. How does that eat into Gostas Bears' uh, production? I still believe he will be fantasy relevant. Just not quite as much as he was last year there. Uh, going over to Boston, look at Mike Riley. He's 29 years old. Last year, 70 games played. He only had 17 points. Four of them were on the power play. I just look at it as opportunity early in the season because McAvoy and Grzelcic are going to miss some time early. That really opens up the door for Lindholm who did make it into the top 50. Not quite Riley because the production isn't quite there yet, but there's going to be definitely opportunity in Boston, and Riley might be one of the benefactors, especially early in the year there. Going over to Calgary, look at Oliver Shillington. He's 25 years old. Last year was his first full season in the league. He did have some spurts there over the previous few seasons there, but he got into 73 games last year. He had 31 points and was a plus 34. He played well. He he will get second unit power play time. He skates like the wind. He's, like I mentioned, he gets some power play time. Calgary's really, really deep. And I could see him getting some, even building on that production on his first full season in the league. Not his first season in the league, but first full season. He solidified his spot in the top six there. And I do see him improving some. Another one from Calgary is Chris Tanev. He's 32 years old, got into 82 games. He had 28 points, but he threw had 158 blocks. He really has nice production for a rugged D-man, so he's really valuable in a banger league type style there with the amount of blocks that he gets. So even if he doesn't get you points, he's still going to provide value with the amount of blocks he gets. It was his career best having 28 points, and Calgary is deep. So it'd be nice to see what he does. He does. He is a staple on that second pairing there. So he could provide some value depending how your league is formatted there. Going over to Carolina, look at Brady Shea. He's 28 years old. Last year got into 81 games. He had 39 points, was a plus 22, had 95 hits, 73 blocks. So realistically, this later on in the draft, he's good in... Almost every category there. He's on a well-balanced and deep team in Carolina. So you definitely will get some secondary assists there for sure. Because Carolina does score up and down their lineup. And Shea could provide some nice value for you. Going over to Dallas. Look at Ryan Suter. He's 37 years old. He got into 82 games last year. He was over 30 points. Had 32 points. 13 power play points. He... Really, he's a safe pick. He averaged over 23 minutes a night. Gets some decent production being over the 30-point mark. He's At worst, he'll be good in a deep league or even a streaming option for you. Uh, another one from Dallas is a newcomer in Colin Miller. He's 29 years old. Got into 38 games last year. Only had 14 points. He has a decent hit and block total. He's slated to be on the second power play. And he has had a 41-point season in Vegas a few years ago. He's a high-risk reward kind of play. How does that 
Power Play Production Go might provide some value for you on the waiver wire. I wouldn't necessarily draft him if I can avoid it, but early on he might provide some value for you where you can pick him up on your roster. Over in Detroit, look at Philip Peronic. He's 24 years old. He had 78 games played, 38 points. He was almost a half point per game. His secondary cats are really good. They won't wow you, but won't hurt you. He's a nice, safe pick in a deeper league if you do need that, or you can pick him up early depending how he does in Detroit. Another one from Detroit is Ben Sherratt. He's 31 years old, got into 74 games last year. He had 26 points. He threw 130 blocks and 157 hits. So that's where he really provides some value for you is in the hits and blocks. If those are counted in your league and he doesn't necessarily get you some points, he's still contributing to your fantasy team there. He really has good all-around stats. He is slated to be on the top pairing in Detroit, so he will get the ice time to hopefully increase that production a little bit for you. Still not bad at over 25 points. He's about a third of a point per game there, and he'll be good in a very well-balanced league, like a Roto League, etc. He will provide more value than in like a standard points league. Even there, if you get points for hits and blocks, he does provide some value for you, especially in deeper leagues. Uh, another one is Cody Cece. He's 28 years old. Last year, 78 games played. He had 28 points. 121 blocks and 117 hits. He's really similar to Sherratt in that sense. Sherratt's a little bit higher in the blocks and hits department. CC provided a tad more offense. So similar kind of situation where he will provide some value for you. The production, he's slated to be on the top pairing just like Sherratt. Edmonton's going to be a high scoring team. Might be able to get some extra secondary access, etc. Uh, over in Florida, look at Brandon Montour. He's 28 years old. Last year got into 81 games. He had 37 points, eight of those being on the power play. Realistically, he plays on the... He's moving into the top four, it looks like, according to dailyfaceoff.com, with Uyghur heading out, so it should open up more ice time. He's slated to be on that second power play unit. Florida's still a really, really deep team. They had a little bit of a roster shuffle there. But still a deep team, and Montour, with the increased ice time, should be able to build up on those stats, hopefully, for you. Uh, next one is in L.A., and Sean Dersey. He's 23 years old. Last year got into 64 games played. He had 27 points, 121 blocks. He played really well in Dowdy's absence, probably in a little bit over his head with how depleted L.A.'s uh, defensive pairings were last year. But... With that, he should be slotted better. He will get some second unit power play time, not top power play time. But young D-man did produce a little bit. Decent secondary stats there. Might be worth taking a risk on. Uh, next one's in Montreal and Chris Weidman. He's 32 years old. He got into 64 games. He had 27 points, 12 power play points. He's slated to be on the top power play unit again. He kind of reminds me of Marc-Andre Bergeron a bit. He's more of a power play specialist. He doesn't provide much in the secondary cats, and his ice time's a little bit limited compared to the demon you usually draft. 
but he should be able to provide some power play points, some just production, some assists there, etc. Won't wow you or really wow you in blocks or hits or shots on goal, etc. with that limited ice time, but somebody maybe to consider depending how your league is scored. Another one from uh, Montreal is Mike Matheson there, newcomer, 28 years old. Last year, 74 games played. He had 11 goals, so double-digit in goals, 20 assists, 31 points. He had nice production playing behind Latang, and now he doesn't have Latang in front of him there. So hopefully he does build in those stats. He's definitely going to get some added ice time than he did in Pittsburgh. So he might be somebody to watch where you might find some value in him there. Uh, next one's over the Islanders. One of the guys going out from Montreal, Alexander Romanov. He's 22 years old. Last year, 79 games played. He only had 13 points, but he threw 227 hits and 144 blocks. Similar to like CeCe and Sherratt there, except you're going to get a little lower production. But 200, 227 hits, that's a S-load of hits there. Really nice block total, 144 blocks. That's where you're going to find value in your leagues. So if your league is formatted where you do consider hits and or blocks, he will provide some value for you. And hopefully it works out for you there. Uh, next one is in Ottawa and Eric Brandstrom. He's 23 years old, 53 games played, only had 14 points. Ottawa has improved up front. Brandstrom has a ton of talent there. It's just... And the offense has improved. So is this the year he breaks out? We've been waiting for it. I know I have, especially in my Dynasty League. But is this the time that he breaks out? Hopefully it is. There is potentially sleeper value in Brandstrom there. Uh, going over to Philadelphia, there's a few here. Ivan Provorov. He's, he got into 79 games last year. He had 31 points, so over 30 points. through 172 blocks. He is okay offensive production and being over 30 points. It should improve considering hopefully Philadelphia's forwards are healthy this year. They were injured a ton last year. Uh, and he has a really nice high block total. So that's where you could find some nice value in him. Another one in Philadelphia is Cam York. He's 21 years old, 30 games played, only 10 points, first Extended stay in the league, 40 blocks, so nice block total for only being in 30 games. He's going to get some power play time. He is an offensive guy there, so production should improve on what he did last year. It's just if he stays up with the big club. That's where the risk is, so I wouldn't necessarily draft him, but I would watch him early on to see if there is some value, maybe pick him up and then drop him later, etc. And the last one's from Philly is Ryan Ellis. We really don't know what's going on with the injury, how long he'll be out for. When he did play, we know he's an offensive guy. Four games played only last year, five points. But he was on fire out of the gate, really looked comfortable in Philadelphia. It's just a matter of how long is he out for. I've seen reports that he might not even play this year. He might just miss the first month. Nobody really knows. So he might be somebody in a deep league, taking a risk on late, throwing him on IR, and if he comes back, you really do reap the benefits of it. Uh, going over to Pittsburgh, look at Ty Smith. 
He's 22 years old. Last year, 66 games played. He had 20 points. He's not bad, not great in all categories. He should get some PP2 time in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a fairly strong team up front, as we know there. He's young and might be worth a gamble there. It's just, how does it pan out in Pittsburgh? I do see that he could be a sneaky good pick for you in a deeper league. Over in San Jose, potentially Mario Ferraro. He's 24 years old, 63 games played. He had 14 points, had 151 blocks in only 63 games, and threw 140 hits. That's where you find the value for him. He has big hit and block total. The plus minus is going to hurt you in San Jose. That's not, let's not sugarcoat it there. But with Burns gone, it does open up more ice time. So with that, maybe he does get a little bit more production in the points columns there. Uh, in Toronto, look at Tim Lilligren. He's 23 years old. Last year, 61 games played, had 23 points. He had decent hit and block totals on top of that. He's slated to be on the top pairing in Toronto, and it's no secret we know Toronto can score. So with that, his production should improve with that extra ice time there. So you might be able to find some value for him. He's slated to be on the second power play unit too with Giordano. Speaking of Giordano, that's our next guy. He's 38 years old. Last year, 75 games played. He had 35 points and 139 blocks. He's still going to get some power play two time there. He's a full year on a talented squad. I do see that production improving. He's not going to get top pairing minutes. He's slated to be on the third pairing with some PP2 time. But with Giordano, he's a pretty safe bet that you're going to get a nice block total. Decent production for being, well, really nice production for being a third pairing guy. He'll be a good bench player slash stream him when you can on light nights, etc. type play there. Uh, going over to Vancouver, Oliver Ekman Larson. He's 31 years old. Last year got into 79 games. He had 29 points. He's decent in all cats for deeper leagues. Like, not bad, not great. Hit and block totals there. Uh, not the, obviously not the player he once was, but he should be kind of a steady Eddie kind of pick for you there. Vancouver is... Not going to be a great team, but they're not going to be a bottom feeder either. So you might provide some value there for you. Over in Washington, look at Dmitry Orlov. He's 31 years old. Last year, 76 games played, 35 points. He really does have a nice hit and block total there. That's where it's going to add some value. I think his power play production is going to go down with them signing Gustafson there. Gustafson's looks... According to Daily Faceoff, anyway, is going to be on the second power play unit, so it might bite into his power play production. But he does still get nice hit and block totals there. He's close to a half point per game. So he's a nice safe pick on what he's going to provide for you. And over in Winnipeg, look at Neil Pionk. He's 27 years old. Last year, 77 games played. He had 34 points. 12 of them were on the power play. Really nice hit total, 185 hits. So, obviously, nice hit total. He'd be a nice depth pickup. Might be worth where he isn't necessarily owned in your league, but might be a streaming option. Or you do draft him in deeper leagues because he's over that 30-point total there. Might provide some nice value for you. 
Next, last one is Nate Schmidt from Winnipeg. He's 31 years old. Last year, 77 games played. He had 32 points, so over that 30-point threshold. Pionk is a little bit safer pick, a little bit more production, a little bit more well-rounded because he is really light on hits, Schmidt is. But might be a decent pick pickup for you in deep leagues or a streaming option for you depend on light nights, etc. So I really do hope you did enjoy today's episode. We'll be out in a few days with 50 extra forwards that didn't make our top 100 list. Do really hope you do find some value in these episodes. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit follow, hit subscribe, hit that heart, etc. Depending what platform you're watching it on or listening to it on. If you're watching via YouTube, please remember to hit like, hit subscribe, and remember that notification bell so you don't miss out on any of these episodes. Again, hope you do find some value in these episodes for you. Good luck in your drafts and your leagues this year, and we'll talk to you soon there, fantasy owners.